Hey everybody, this is Dee Dee Lefrac, and I am coming to you from the sunny and slightly windy Tenderloin District of downtown San Francisco, California. It's San Francisco Dam, your daily unfiltered podcast, demystifying San Francisco and the Tenderloin and the junkie apocalypse from yours truly, Dee Dee Lefrac. That's me. It is the 4th of July here in North America. Thank you for listening, everybody. I appreciate all subscribers, new listeners. To listen to a podcast makes you a special person. There are so many podcasts out there, which is why this podcast is short. It's also the 4th month anniversary of San Francisco Dam Podcast, Beatnik Hand Clap, which is a finger snap. Well done, Dee Dee. Well done. Now, if my late great husband, Richard, was alive, he would love this podcast. He was a really gung-ho guy. I loved him. We were soulmates. He was a white Jew. I like to say that to help demystify myself. Because typically when people think of a black American woman, you think of someone who is extremely loyal to black males, who is maybe overweight, maybe a single mother, uh, more monoculturalist. I am none of those things. I like to let people know a little bit about me. I don't overshare my complete life. But if Richard LaFrac was alive, he'd be like, yeah. He'd say, D, I love that. I love, he called me D. I love what you just did. That was great. Yeah. He was like the best, really. Thankfully, the world does have more men like Richard LaFrac in it. So, anywho, let me just quickly pin today's topic, which is the update of the junkie apocalypse. San Francisco Dam podcast started three times weekly, and my first podcast was Demystifying the Junkie Apocalypse. I'll I'll fast forward, go really fast. A junkie is a dictionary term for a dope addict. The Junkie Apocalypse is what happened when San Francisco's Mayor London Breed allowed junkies and the majority. If you've got 10 people uh, living on the streets in tents, here in San Francisco, at least eight or nine of them are junkies. Okay, junkies are barely hanging on without intervention. Poor junkies, goodness gracious, they're on the streets. A junkie has lost housing, children, jobs. So Mayor London Breed, March 16th, she announced shelter in place for San Francisco. We are still doing like a form of sheltering in place. She allowed junkies, you know, here in San Francisco, the fake progressives, namby-pamby, phony liberals, call them, quote, homeless. Listen, they couldn't afford San Francisco on their best day. Anywho, to keep a pin on this topic, our mayor allowed junkies to basically terrorize the city by giving them permission to pitch their tent anywhere. Now, my neighborhood, the, the Tenderloin District, it's a very dense neighborhood. There are... 20,000 people living in it. It's not a black neighborhood. A lot of people in San Francisco would roll their eyes and smirk over the tenderloin. Uh, it's uh, things happening down there in the tenderloin because in their little racist minds, they thought it was a black ghetto. Uh-uh, sweethearts. The tenderloin is Asian, Hispanic, white, many immigrants, a variety of Asians, uh, and then black. There are a lot of white people who live in the Tenderloin and don't even claim it. Gee whiz, I wonder why. Anywho, the mayor allowed junkies to pitch their tent. The Tenderloin has been used as their primary drug and junkie, the city's drug and junkie containment zone. 
The police actually would pick people up in bad neighborhoods and bring them down here. This was told to me by junkies. They weren't allowed to infest other neighborhoods. Those days are over. Here's the update from my first podcast, April 4th. Let me check the time. Okay, great. So the first podcast was a little rough. My voice might have sounded gravelly. I was kind of sad because I saw what was happening in the Tenderloin, but I knew like a mansion that had a roach infestation in the kitchen, I knew the junkies would be spreading out. So here's a four, fourth month update from my first podcast, Demystifying the Junkie Apocalypse. So uh, it was so nasty around here that UC Hastings College of Law was forced to self-advocate and they also covered some businesses, uh, some individuals, and I'm covered under a historic lawsuit. They sued the city May 4th, 2020. The city of San Francisco settled June 11th with a promise to clean, hold on to your hats, new listeners, with a promise to clean up and remove 300 junkie tents can you 300 tents okay out of 500 and so they have until july 20th to do that all right so what has happened the junkies they've had four months running the streets they're so out of their minds they probably don't remember what life was like when the city was open when we had tourism the hospitality industries you know the foodie industries techies patting them on the head and giving them five dollar donations that's all pretty much decimated now so the junkies They've seen the city come around and doing some cleaning in, in the Tenderloin. It's, it's, you know, it's still a mess. However, they, they got the memo. They, there's the exodus. People are leaving San Francisco. Since COVID-19, approximately 50,000 San Franciscans have moved out. Uh, one in 13 have filed for unemployment. Uh, rents have gone down 12%. Uh, fast forwarding, let me, keep pinning the topic the junkies have invaded the city of san francisco i knew this would happen people who smirked about the tenderloin oh this is a tenderloin problem nobody goes downtown it's all down there they have their own junkie apocalypse now for new listeners you don't want any junkies in your neighborhood. If you see one tent, you need to galvanize, get the neighborhood men. I suggest women don't do this because the majority of the people on the street are grouching, misogynist male junkies. Get the men in the neighborhood. You see one tent, walk up to him and say, hey, dude, you can pitch your tent anywhere except here. You have to move on. And they will. But San Francisco is a soft city. The males here, now nah, they put their hands in their pockets and um, walk away. Anywho. There's a beautiful district called the Mission. Uh, there's a street called Dolores. It's basically an encampment. They have $2 million homes, the Upper Haight. I already did a podcast about the tenderloinification of the Upper Haight. That's the, the, um, the neighborhood of the historic district, the Summer of Love, 53 years ago, 1967. Hippies, peace, love, flower in your hair. Oh, they got pit bulls and junkies. Wow, the Pacific Heights area home of Karen's that Karen and her husband who were who called the police on the Filipino gay guy who stenciled Black Lives Matter on the front of his house with chalk they have the biggest tent I've ever seen in their neighborhood 
uh, south of Market, the Embarcadero. Do you get what I'm saying? Out way out near the beach, the uh, Richmond District. So the junkies have redesigned San Francisco. I never would have imagined this four months ago. I thought the city would have gotten a handle on it. And the city has not. So four months from now, I expect the city will still be locked down. To me, it's, it feels like this is political, not for health. For some reason, I have no idea why. Somebody wants to ruin San Francisco. They want people to move out. Somebody said it so developers can come in and buy up all the places and then put the homeless in. I have no idea, but it's unsustainable. And now we got these fake progressives talking about defund the police. The mayor's talking about she's going to take money from the police and give it to black people in San Francisco. What black people in San Francisco? I mean, what black neighborhood? I mean, come on. I, you know what? I'm just shaking my head. I have no idea how it's going to end, but it's not gonna be pretty because people are upset. The same people who didn't mind my neighborhood being a containment area for junkies and crime are singing the blues because they are sharing the pain. Well, everybody. Did I make my point? I think so. So I'm taking my time with the website. Like, why rush? Everything is like molasses slow. I appreciate you coming to follow San Francisco Dam on Twitter. If you want to see what's happening in San Francisco, follow the people that I follow. You'll get a real good idea. Hey, guess what? I'm Dee Dee LaFrac. I trust my vibe. San Francisco. Damn.